Welcome back to the Make Account Podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. Today, Marcus, I've been inspired by <laughs> okay. Labor Day is coming up. Yeah. Labor Day is Monday. You got big plans? I, other than watching LSU the day before, no. Okay. Well, a lot of football. Two days before, right? No, it's on Sunday. Oh. Yeah, we're yeah we're so we're recording this on Friday. Yeah, people are going to hear this probably Tuesday, Wednesday. It'll be in the review mirror. But right, yeah, I'm going to do a lot of football. I started last night. Okay. I've got high school football tonight. Okay. I've got college football Saturday, Sunday, wow, and Monday. A lot of football in my future. Yeah, wow. how about you? I don't follow football, <laughs> so I've got join us. I've got a join clear, us. I've got a clear weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Uh, well, no, I was inspired by Labor Day coming up because every time you take a vacation, there's always like, you obviously anticipate some time off, but there's always, if you're a business owner, this like nagging feeling of just like, ah, what what's going to go down? What chaos is going to happen yeah. while I'm gone? And when you dig into that a little bit, it's it's usually because there's systems whether you've intended to build them and haven't, or you just haven't even considered doing it, there's always something that you're like, man, I know this is going to, I'm going to have to check in on this yeah. because I didn't, I didn't set it up right or, or right. different things like that. So going on vacation is always a good time to kind of like have tech, take that inventory of like, all right, am I really automating and delegating everything that I can so yep. that I could relax on vacation? And one of the things you guys talk about here at Mirror Group all the time is, that that's like your sweet spot. Like yeah. you guys have just taken the whole, you know, financial back office and like are constantly hunting for ways to like delegate and automate within your organization so that it frees up time and opportunity yeah. for for business owners. So that was the inspiration. All right. And then I just kind of asked, what are some like, what's the low-hanging fruit? What yeah. is like the things that like most business owners are just sleeping on in terms of like what they could be automating okay. or delegating little nagging things. It yeah. might, you've talked about before how like there's like these little things, you know I mean? But five minutes adds up oh, yeah, over time. For sure. So like just give us a few and you, yep. you've, you've got a few to share. Yeah. I got the first one would be, I would say sales and accounts receivable. And so a lot of people can relate to this where um, their sales process is, manual and it's lengthy um and so what i would say is and you don't mean the sales yeah i guess pipeline. I, you're me, talking about the transaction let me back, let me back up the collection process i said that okay wrong. the collection process can be difficult in the sense that um well we we maybe we don't have we don't use the quotes we've sent out that we automatically turn into invoices or we don't set up people on recurring packages such that our quoting and, and, and invoicing software does the heavy lifting force of collecting. So mm -hmm. I know for me, one thing I never really worry about, I can, I can kind of give it in, I can answer your question in terms of the things that I don't worry about when I go. One of the things would be is, is collections yeah. because generally speaking, we've allowed people to pay us. Most of our clients are on a monthly kind of quarterly subscription. So that's great. If you, if you have the ability in your, in your field to do subscription based pricing or business, mm -hmm. one of the things that obviously leads to is you drafting the money or charging somebody's credit card, you know, automatically. Yeah. So 
you know, you don't have this mound of checks and, you know, running to the post office when you get back and like, oh, I'm, I'm worried that, you know, we, we leave for vacation on Friday, but payroll hits Wednesday. We're going to have the money. Do I need to, do I need to make sure that if we got to draw on the line of credit that we do that? Yeah. Like, there's just things like that where yeah, I can remember like leaving for a month yeah. and being like, all right, I need to make sure somebody's going to the bank every week yeah. you know, to, to make sure that our deposits are, mm-hmm. <laughs> are hitting the bank. And yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you leave and cash flow halts, that's a good sign that's, that <laughs> it's just a really there, good sign. There's a lot of automation opportunity in your, in your future. Yeah. And I would just challenge people too around the thinking, you know, this is, this gets a lot of play, this whole credit card fee you know, I'll call it fiasco of mm-hmm. like, I was, I went to the auto dealer today and they charged me this, you know, three and a half percent fee to get my truck fixed, which kind of made me mad. Um, but, um, I've, a lot of people kind of take issue with, with paying the credit card fee, at least bit small business owners, mm-hmm. meaning that fee for them to collect and, and people to pay via credit card. And I would say, man, think about what you're getting for that. I mean, if I could eliminate it, I would, right? And I think down the road, crypto and a lot of these blockchain technology are going to make payments really a a payment fees, a thing of the past, but they are a thing now. And so what I would say is just think about it in terms of if you can use those types of services, what are they costing you? But ultimately, what are they saving you? Mm -hmm. What they're saving you is what you just referenced, which is I'm on vacation and I'm worried about making sure the intern goes to the bank or goes to the post office or goes checks the, the, yeah. the mailbox mm-hmm. to deposit checks. They've got to then, you know, not only do when you take checks, do you have to deposit them? You have to post them in accounts receivable. You have to reconcile them. You know, right. when you collect credit cards, especially in a system like zero, the accounting's done for you, which is, mm-hmm. a, which is a nice byproduct. But the best byproduct is you get the money faster yeah. and you don't have to worry about, anything to get the money other than invoices being initiated, which that can be automated. Yeah. That's an interesting perspective. Like let's say for example, you get paid a thousand dollars. That's what? Call it, call it three, 30 bucks, nine seventy. Yeah. $30. Would you pay $30 to have somebody bring that to the bank, put it in the right category on zero, send them a receipt, have all of that back office stuff done, which is possible. I mean, that's, that's now okay. Yeah, right, Visa. I'll give you your thirty bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, it, I you, think you opened up some opportunities to to automate. This. No doubt, it's a service. I yeah. mean, it's it's definitely a service. Um, yeah, you're always thinking in terms of that, right? I mean, we we generally buy things in subscriptions and kind of mm-hmm. and are always kind of looking at that cost benefit. But for me, just specifically on the credit card fee, those tasks that are eliminated are worth it to me. Yeah, and not to mention just that's on top of what we talked about before of just getting cash faster correct you know yep all right what else so on the other hand you got obviously we're talking accounts receivable and sales let's talk accounts payable and expenses um you know i've got a lot of a lot of people in the construction world this will relate to where they've got to pay people on fridays and like that's just how it is you get a check on friday like your subcontractors and that's really difficult if you're gone right and so what i would say is have a bill payment software Number one, number one, it, well, let me, it's kind of a one and a one A or one A and one B. I never, I never quite understand that. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's a podcast. Anyway, <laughs> we can so, do, yeah, yeah. We can do what we want. Yeah. Um, no one's following our outline. <laughs> right. What I would say is, um, have ways to pay people automatically or with a couple clicks. Right. And so you can, you know, kind of gone are the days of like, 
oh man, he's gone. Well, first of all, let me let me give another example too. When you're paying with checks, inevitably, what do you do in your example when you go for the month away? What does your staff have? Conveniently. A stamp of your signature. Oh, we never even, I've never. Oh, that's a horrible, yeah. horrible internal control. Wow. So, because why do people do that? Because they trust and they don't want the headache of I've gone, God, you know, darn it. Yeah. I've got somebody that needs to pay. So, what I would say is just be, use your banking's bill pay, but, but better yet, use a bill payment system that connects to your accounting software where you can automate payables. And let me tell you what I mean by that. There's a software called CorePay, which we use intermittently, but it makes the point. One of the things CorePay does is allows you to set up rules that says, like, for instance, if you, if Tyler Werner, I could say if Tyler Werner sends me an invoice and it's within 10% of $500, pay it automatically. Think about that. That's one less decision. Mm -hmm. I know Tyler's bill is always $525 or $475. Yeah. So every time he sends me a bill, just pay it. That then allows you, and you, and and all, also what's kind of behind the scenes is you've already told Tyler the only way he gets paid is if he submits his bill through your bill payment system or through zero, which connects to the bill payment system. Right. So you've already kind of done that. So get things working for you like that. Now, if you don't take it to that extreme where you automate like paying bills, at least just have them queued up for you where it's a couple clicks mm -hmm. to pay, pay, pay. And again. If you were on vacation, you don't want to do this, but you could take 10, 20 minutes to just kind of quickly look. They'll yeah. be queued up and pay them. I think too, what I'm, what's hitting me right now too, is the fact that like whatever you, whatever you automate is way easier to delegate. Oh, 100%. So like imagine that same scenario where you're like, okay, I'm going on vacation and I promise like I'm, I'm going to go hiking with my son. I know I'm not even going to have cell phone service yeah. to even do check if I can set it up for my mobile phone or whatever. But if you've taken the work to automate that to where it literally is in a queue and you just have to approve, that takes five minutes to delegate to your staff. Right. Compared to, okay, well you gotta go to this website, print out the invoice, then you gotta you gotta do all these three other processes, you gotta reconcile yeah. it here. I mean, that that frees you up to delegate things far better. Yeah, the heavy lifting starts with the system you build. Mm -hmm. And so if you've already told vendors, which a lot of people do, which we do, we say you will not get paid unless you send us your invoice this way. It's a pretty compelling reason for them right. to comply with your system. And this and honestly, it, I'm making it sound like more than this. It's more it's nothing more than, hey, this is the email inbox where you send your email with an attachment. Yeah. Because we know we've configured that email inbox right. to receive the PDF, put it into zero automatically. Yeah. And now it's queued up in our bill payments offer. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. And that kind of leads us to our the the third point too, talking yeah. about email. Email, yeah. You know, and like even yeah. in that scenario, you'll get to a lot of yeah. little email hacks, I think, but you can have it forward to like you can have accounting. I, we, I did this with yeah. um Milio, for example. You can have accounting at your organization.com where you would normally get that invoice or whatever. Right. You can have that forward to your your bill pay system. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, there's and so it, many things automated. you could do, like with an email alias. I mean, I know people are starting to think like, oh God, we're talking this none of these things we're telling you are rocket science. I'm not a I'm not a developer. Uh, Tyler does websites, but I wouldn't say he's you know by no. coder by nature. Right. These are all no code, easy tools. And so the point I was making when Tyler brought up email, he was kind of asking me, like, what are some things? I said, Well, let me give one that's kind of outside what people would think of accounting, but it relates to everybody is email. And so I can give you a couple of examples. Recently, we moved over from Google to the Microsoft stack. 
And um, one of the things I'm really liking is the ability to automate sending things to Teams channels. So if you don't use Microsoft Teams, think of it like a lot of people use Slack. But mm-hmm. Microsoft Teams is a competitor to Slack. Um, but what's nice is because Slack, excuse me, Teams and Outlook obviously are on the same platform, they can work together really seamlessly. So a couple hacks we have, which if you if you you know this if you get a lot of things emailed to you important documents or things you have to act on get emailed to you you know how much of a pain it is to even just simply open your email inbox and send that along to the appropriate person when you're out of town well i've got some hacks that for instance when documents get signed i've got them being automatically put to various folders but then those folders have triggers that say when a new email is received here push it to the teams channel and conveniently, the team's channel is called Sign Documents, right? Right. And so my team knows, I know that's kind of confusing, my team, our staff mm, yeah. knows when a they have processes, they know that when anything shows up in that channel, they have to act on it. Mm. And so I don't even know things are getting signed, but they're going to those team's channels. Yeah. It's great because think about it, if I was, again, the hiking example, and we our business, we have deadlines. Somebody signs their tax return documents. Well, I'm out in the middle of Colorado hiking and my staff's going because we have a best practice where we won't file something for you until you've signed it. It mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. What if it's stuck in my inbox? Right. It, it never is under this example. So I would just say begin, especially if you use Microsoft, but if even if you don't, start to think of ways around items that need to be acted on. Well, first of all, if they can go to a shared inbox, that's probably a better practice. Mm-hmm. But even that gets gets clogged up and kind of buried like i like the team's channel because the only thing going in that channel is forwarded emails that are done automatically yeah i think email is huge man because like that like just go back and look at your last 50 emails maybe a hundred emails you know i mean that might be a couple of days worth of emails maybe even one day yeah but if you just did that and that will tell a pretty good story of like where the bottlenecks are yeah. How much, what percentage of this did I act on? It might be three emails that you actually had to respond to in an action, you know, or it be- became a task that you needed to do. But even to that, those things can now be forwarded to your task, uh, you know, your task mm-hmm. managers, or yeah. it can be forwarded to, um, you can, there's so much that you can do to like declutter your, your inbox. And I know team channels was kind of a built slack kind of made that promise right. and different things, but yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways to go about this. Yeah, um, I think I would just be thinking around, you know, what you started the premise off of, which is it's interesting. I'm going out of town. What's going to rear its head? And that's normally where the broken processes are. That's where I yeah. have delegated. Uh, I think of this one too. Is like you, you, you just mentioned forwarding something, but that's so often. Like even, even especially with double authentication, you know what I mean? That's another one where like organizations are, everything's cloud-based now. So everything you need to do, you have to log into something. Well, if you don't have your employees set up as with their own users and you're sharing a login and it's got double, you know, like just the other day I had to like text somebody a code because Mm -hmm they logged in and it sent me the double authentication and we're just playing that game. And it's like, you're bringing up an interesting point too. What about, what about for the guy who, again, who's on vacation, who, because whatever reason he set up the various accounts and he gets, he's the authentication code recipient. Right. So we've, we've changed that. We set up a Google voice number 
That Google Voice number sends an email. When that email is received, it goes to a Teams channel. Yeah. So again, if I'm on that hike or I'm on the boat, right. I'm not the bottleneck for somebody trying to log into a client's account yeah. to grab a statement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff's great. And I think part of what, what we've identified is like, you got to pay attention to it. And, yeah. it, and it's like what we've said before. You got to be investing in those kinds of things. And and the vacation stress, which is sounds you know counterintuitive, but if you're a business owner, you all, you've experienced yeah, it. Yeah, it's you real. I mean, it's real. You know you get anxiety before you leave about certain things, and it, and it stems from that. I thought that was just me. No, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. And, it, yeah. And, your, and your spouse is like, doesn't understand why you're stressed out about... You're like your beach vacation. You're you know? in a Hawaiian shirt and flip flops. Yeah. Why are you stressed? Yeah, exactly. It's like because <laughs> there's there's a stuff your back office. Yeah. you know is is yeah. uh, needs work. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, but it doesn't. You don't even if you're not going anywhere anytime soon. This is a good exercise. It's just an illustration to mm -hmm. to expose. There's work to be done, and uh, so much of it. These little things that are bogging the back office down can be can be solved, and then. We've mentioned this before, but there's never been a better time to, <laughs> to yeah. jump in. And, and the, the, yeah. the glass is half full for sure. For sure. It's, so. I think it's just, it's it's like anything. We've talked about this before. This is that growth mindset. That mindset of, I know it's going to take, you know, an hour to figure out how to do a rule in my, maybe, maybe it takes an hour. Mm -hmm. But man, how much time am I going to save once I figure that out? And... Add that to your tool set, right? You've yeah. now figured out how to. I mean, again, I'm by I am by no means an IT expert. Mm. I just understand how the tools work and the kind of premise that operates behind them. Yeah. That's it. And even if you were to sort of uh, deputize somebody in your office who is more savvy, mm -hmm. loves this kind of stuff. I mean, the resources are out there on YouTube. Every one of these software programs has tutorials and different things Absolutely. to set up. So. Uh, it can be done. Find is, your is, is find your point. guy or gal in your organization that loves yeah. like fixing things and, and right. like Aaron is that for us and he yeah. does a great job. He 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 solves all kind of problems yeah. with just little this, these little nuances, you yeah. know, of things like oh, why does it work that way? Oh, we could do it this way. Yeah, great, let's do that. Yeah, well, good deal. I think that's a good place to end it. Those are some three different areas you can look at in your business as you yep. kind of prepare to delegate and to automate. And one kind of leads to the other, as we found out. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. And of course, as always, you can go to mirror.group, find more content there. All of the other episodes are published there, as well as the ability to, uh, to reach out to Marcus and his team. So until next time. All right, guys. See you.